Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. It's funny, I almost said telling them how to be be successful. Right. You know, and we I I enjoy this month so much talking with people just about LinkedIn because to me it is the one place that every single professional should be on. Whether you're an employee, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a college student, or somebody who might be in the job market again at some point, you know, you need to have a LinkedIn presence. And it's all about building up who you're connecting with and then treating them well. Um, you know, and, and so we're going to have a guest on who I had on earlier this year, and she was just so fabulous, had to have her on again. But specifically, we wanted to talk LinkedIn. So please join me in welcoming Kimberly Spate back to our program again. Welcome back, Kimberly. Thanks, Deb. It's so great to be here. And as like the last time, I really enjoyed our conversation before. I know. And, and, you know, truth be told, we just talked for an hour before I ever turned the record (laughs) button on. (laughs) Someday I should do an outtakes type of thing. We'd have have a great time with that. But let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this. So Kimberly Spate is an author, speaker, executive coach, and professional trainer. Currently, she serves as the president-elect for NSA Austin and teaches executive transition courses for the U.S. Air Force. Kimberly is an Air Force Academy graduate. Go Zoomies! She has jumped out of planes, soloed in a plane, and purchased 36 F 15E fighter jets when she was in the Air Force. And as always, Kimberly, thank you so much for your service. It's my pleasure. In February of 2020, Kimberly released her new book, I Need to Know You, How to Meet Ordinary, Extraordinary People and Improve Your Life, which is about a challenge she took to meet 100 people in 100 days. She is still in touch with around 70 of those individuals two years later, and now she speaks on relationship building, which is key in our professional lives. Kimberly has been blessed with the opportunity to have lived in so many wonderful places, as far north and east as Maine, as far south as Texas, and also as far west as Hawaii, and even further, Okinawa, Japan. She has had the privilege to have met wonderful people everywhere and understands the importance and power of building solid, mutually beneficial relationships. So again, Kimberly, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much, Deb. I'm really glad to be here and to be able to talk with you about LinkedIn and networking with LinkedIn. Great, great. Well, you know, I always love hearing about how someone got to where they are today because, you know, you were in the military um, and and you still uh, volunteer with them. But how is it that you discovered that teaching people about networking is your passion in life? Oh, my gosh. Well, I've always loved people. Uh, People have always, to me, been important and Mm -hmm. um, Moving so much with the military, my husband's active duty, mm-hmm. you always had to, you know, bloom where you're planted. You always mm-hmm. need to get connected really fast. And right. when you're on a military base, people know that people are coming and going. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we make friends fast. Right. What I found, though, was when we lived in a community that wasn't a military community, mm-hmm. um, that it was harder to get plugged in right. to those environments and to mm-hmm. to make those great friendships. And because so, it's almost like, well, you know, you're going to move. So why bother? Yeah, that's sometimes what people would would feel like. So you really had to make the effort um, to let people know that while I'm here, you know, um, it's it was important. Just people are just important. They just uh, improve your life so much. Right. And so, um, you know, it would be like the first couple of months mm-hmm. when you first move someplace, and to not know people was mm-hmm. just for me not not a great feeling. Mm-hmm. So I just really made the effort and was really intentional about forming those relationships. Mm-hmm. Right, I love it. You know, and before uh, when you were on the program, we really talked obviously about networking and how to make those connections. And I love your book; I, I think it's great. I had so much fun getting it back out and and kind of reviewing it again uh, before today's program. But networking in person is different 
obviously from networking online. So how do you deal with networking online and, and specifically through LinkedIn? So it is a little bit different, but but the principles are still the same. So okay. the principles are still um, being able to give. So I call it building social capital. So giving to your network, mm-hmm. it's still about being mindful about mm-hmm. the people that come across your path. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still about paying attention to every single human interaction that you okay. have. So it's still, it, it, those elements are still really, really important, mm-hmm. um, even on LinkedIn. And so what I find sometimes is when people will reach out to me to connect, mm-hmm. um, you can, I can still feel when there's an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. I can still, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll look and see who's wanting to connect and I'll mm-hmm. read their duty title. And if it's mm-hmm. something about, I can expand your client base, I'm going, okay, so yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, a lot of those I won't accept. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes even if I do, like I'll look through their profile and I go, well, there might be a reason to connect. Cause I always feel like as long as there's a reason, if I can right. be of help to them or they can mm-hmm. be of help to mm-hmm. me, then I'll, I'll connect. So sometimes I'll just go, I I'm pretty sure because like sometimes you should always, first of all, send a message with mm-hmm. your invitation to connect. Right. 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 Yes. Because so the, you know, you, you want to remind them we met somewhere. I read your book. Right. You know, we have mutual connections, things like that. Yeah, there should be a reason. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, I'll go, okay, well, they gave me a decent enough reason to connect. So I'll connect. But again, I'm looking at their title and going, I wonder how long it's going to take for the sales part. To yeah. And it usually yeah. comes out really fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, you know, I'll just, I'll just politely say, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. Right. And if they continue to send you those types of things, then I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to disconnect. But generally people will get the message. Right. Um, but it still takes time to build relationships. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thinking, you know, on, on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, it would be great to um, connect with somebody, have a reason to connect mm-hmm. and start building that relationship, mm-hmm. meaning offering things that you can give. Right. Um, if you know somebody's interested in something based mm-hmm. on what's in their profile, being able to maybe share an article or mm-hmm. um, c- comment mm-hmm. on their posts or right. like their posts, engage mm-hmm. with their posts without the salesy, like mm-hmm. one, two, three, here mm-hmm. I am. Right, right. right take the time to really build those relationships. And it's not to say that, you know, um, sure you're in business and you have something to offer, but if you're offering me great value, Mm -hmm. then when I need what you have, I'll probably reach out to you. Right. Or, you know, after time, you could reach out to me and just Mm -hmm. let me know about something that you're doing. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes time to, to build those relationships. So I would say, you know, really still, um, when you connect with somebody, be a giver, Mm -hmm. right? Give what you can, um, and then pay attention to people. So, so like different profiles or somebody you might run across, if there's a reason to connect, um, reach out to them, say, hey, I'd like to connect with you and mm-hmm. here's why, right? And so you're starting to then build that mm-hmm. relationship with them. If they connect with you, then you start to see their posts. Right. You start to think, see the things that they're interested in mm-hmm. and engage with them that way. Mm-hmm. And then again, you still have to be mindful of when you're interacting, even in writing, even through mm-hmm. social media, how are you coming across um, are you are you being authentic? Are you mm-hmm. being genuine? Are you showing them that I see you and I care mm-hmm. about you? Or do you have that ulterior motive because that's still going to come through? Right, right. You know, and, and you you mentioned authentic. It's it's funny. While we were chatting before the program, we were talking about Facebook and all the ick <laughs> is maybe the best way to put it that, that goes on on Facebook. Um, you know, whether it's political posts, whether it's disagreements about vaccinations, whether it's my college basketball team is better than your college basketball team, right? We just finished March Madness. Um, and, you know, all these various things. And, and so then we get turned off on it. Now, I mean, now, granted, there are people who relish that. They think that's the greatest thing in the world. But the nice thing about LinkedIn is we don't see those things. Um, you know, it is 99% of the time, 99.999999% of the time, professional. You know, and, right. and so I think so many people truly appreciate that. But, you know, the, the biggest thing that I hear from people is, but I don't know what to post. I mean, what is, you know, what, how am I going to, to get somebody interested? So what do you tell folks? Okay. So first of all, who's your target audience? Okay. So understanding who your audience is, mm-hmm. those are the people that you're going to initially want to reach out and connect okay. with. And then if you're paying attention to what they're talking about, mm-hmm and just being intentional, mm-hmm. then you might start to realize, well, I actually have something to say about that. Okay. And if you start seeing things coming up over and mm-hmm. over again, um, then that's maybe something you write a post mm-hmm. about if that's your area of expertise. Okay. Um, again, so, it, it, and it happens and it's just, it happens the same way that, um, you know, you're having a conversation with mm-hmm. someone and you're in, and you're being intentional, you're listening. 
So it's being intentional really to listen to Mm -hmm. your target audience Mm -hmm. and say, okay, I have this to offer. Mm -hmm. Let me share a little bit. I saw this this. great article or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Thought this might resonate with you. And again, if you see things over and over again, some of the same types of things, then those are things, great Mm -hmm. ideas to write posts on. Mm -hmm. And even if you're not ready to write it at the time, just start taking notes. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing you can do is as you're looking at the things that you're commenting on, what's the themes that are running through your comments? Mm Again, even if you don't write a post at that particular mm-hmm. time, just start making a note, like a, a, a list of things that mm-hmm. you could when you have the time or want to write a post about. Right, right. You know, and I think one of the things that, that people need to remember is we don't post, for the most part, nearly as often on LinkedIn as we do on other platforms. Um, you know, I'll post sometimes five to 10 times a day on Facebook. I, I know people who will you know, do 20, 30 tweets and, and that just works well for those platforms. On LinkedIn, one or two good posts a week might be you know, the, the best thing to get somebody's attention and to, to really be providing a benefit to others. Right. So consistency is the key still, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to post once or twice a week, mm-hmm. then be consistent with the day, be consistent okay. with the time mm-hmm. so that people can start to go, oh, I, I, when right. I see there's going to be a great post from Kimberly on Monday at two. Right. Ish. <laughs> yeah. 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 So something like that, people are starting to go, okay, so this is my, this is my tribe. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I know that I'm going to get something great. So I actually um, typically will post once or twice a week because mm-hmm. um, I'm doing so many other different things mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, but I'm pretty consistent. It's either going to be Tuesday or Thursday. So even if it's once a week, mm-hmm. but people get in the habit of seeing right. what you're writing about mm-hmm. and you're starting to grow your brand mm-hmm. that way. Right. Now, having said that, that's not to say that you can't still comment on other people's right. posts. And that's so important. Right. Because you, then you're giving, you're giving mm-hmm. to your network, even if it's, even if it's a like, or I love that LinkedIn now has expanded it. So it's not just a like, you have all these. Right. Other, We've got the other little, little emojis. Right. Let's see. I'm looking right here. What have we got? So care. we've got a thumbs up. We've got yeah. clapping. We've got a heart that's in your hand. I guess that's kind of like the care. care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, A heart, a light bulb and a hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I love that because you can start to express yourself in different ways, right? So it's not that hard to, uh, you know, for your network as you're giving to them Mm -hmm. to maybe just say, hey, I see Mm -hmm. you. Because that's one thing that people, I think, uh, in this whole networking thing, Mm -hmm. people don't feel like they're being seen or heard or appreciated. Mm-hmm. So just even kind of engaging, even at the lower levels of just some kind of emoji says, I saw you. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to take it that next step and, and really spend a little bit of time, that's when you can make that comment. And that's a way of giving to your network of building social mm-hmm. capital by doing that, right. even if you're not writing an actual post. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I was talking with a, a young woman earlier this week who was very frustrated. She said, you know, she had been using LinkedIn. She'd been active on LinkedIn. Um, she had a pretty good profile. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm always going to make suggestions as to, you know, if asked um, of, of ways that somebody can, can do something different on their profile. But she said, you know, nobody ever, ever comments. You know, she feels like, you know, the, the, the tree in the forest that falls and nobody hears it. And she said, you know, so I, I feel like it's a waste of time. And one of my questions to her was, you know, what was she posting? And she really was just doing a link to an article. And I said, okay, so what you need to do is say what you liked or disliked about the article and, and ask questions. Say, you know, what do you, what do you think about this or, or things like that? And then I said, and you need to be going to other people's posts, um, you know, and, and commenting there and, and doing things. And I said, because it is a reciprocity type of, of thing, you know, when, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, well, Kimberly said something nice about my last five posts. Maybe I should say something nice about hers. Oh, it really is good information. <laughs> and, and so, you know, that, that is the thing, you know, to, it's to, to, to get attention, you have to give attention. Right. Exactly. Things, conversations are reciprocal. So mm-hmm. it's the same on social media. I know when I first started, uh, I wasn't necessarily writing posts, but I would comment mm-hmm. right on somebody else's post and, and say, I really did enjoy this aspect, mm-hmm. or I, let me ask you some questions about this. Mm-hmm. So again, it's that engagement mm-hmm. and that keeps you top of mind as mm-hmm. well, right? Because then your network is going to see, well, Kimberly or Deb made mm-hmm. a comment about, mm-hmm. you know, and they're giving their thought leadership. So you're building that credibility, Mm -hmm. but you are giving. So then when you do post something, then people do pay attention Mm -hmm. more to what you have to say. So you're, I I totally agree Mm -hmm. with your approach. Well, and it, you know, it it is like Facebook when we comment, when we like, you know, whatever the, the little emoji is, 
it drives it back in the newsfeed, you know, and, right. and, and other people see it. Um, so, you know, LinkedIn has algorithms just like Facebook has algorithms. Um, you know, the more activity there is, the more your posts are going to show up, um, you know, and, and, and the more active you are, the more likely it is that LinkedIn will show things. You know, I, I always, people are like, well, when I search for say a, a, a you know, a job skill, or a location. And, and it, it looks very random. I say, it's actually not random. You know, if, if I've looked for, say, social media uh, consultant in Atlanta, you know, it, it's, it seems like just all these names. I said, no. I said, it's, it's coming up. First, it comes up with who you're connected to. You know, because it's like, oh, hey, you know, you're connected to Kimberly. You really should, right. you know. Um, and then it's second degree and third degree. And then, but in there, it's also prioritized by how active they are. Because LinkedIn doesn't want to suggest somebody that never does anything on the platform. So if you right. want to be found and seen, the more active you are, the more you're going to show up in searches also. Exactly. And so it's also de- it's dependent on how many uh, people you're connected to. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, they take all that into account. That's why I always tell people. So you want to connect to people as a first level, because that also gives you exposure to second level connections. Mm-hmm. And so when you post, the great thing about LinkedIn is when you make a post or a comment, uh, Facebook might bring it up into people's feeds, mm-hmm. like your feed. But like if I if I comment on something, it goes out, something that you posted, mm-hmm. it goes out to my whole network. Right. So I'm actually able, mm-hmm. spreading your message to mm-hmm. my whole network. So it, it actually works a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great way to help people get their message out as well. Right. And if you... Uh, the more comments you have within the first couple of hours, mm-hmm. uh, there's this algorithm that LinkedIn uses that within that first two hours is really critical. Mm-hmm. Because the more that there's an interaction within those first two hours, mm-hmm. the wider your post mm-hmm. goes as well. So right. you really want to make sure you're paying attention to those mm-hmm. first couple of hours. Right. You know, and and like we said, you know, LinkedIn has those algorithms. You know, it 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 wants it, they, them, who, you know, whatever the you know, the, the entity that is LinkedIn, you know. It really wants the popular kids to be seen more, um, you know, and, and so the trick is that we just have to become the popular kid, uh, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's back to exactly what we were saying, you know, who is your audience? Who are you trying to reach? Because if you're just posting to post, you know, it might have a temporary ping, you know, maybe you put, you know, a link to an article that was, you know, some very popular article. Okay. That's great. That might drive things up temporarily, but that you can't maintain that. And, Mm -hmm. and you said it before it's, it's consistency. Yes. It's consistency. Uh, It's putting, putting quality information out there as well. And if you're writing about certain topics versus if you're all over the board with the things that you're writing about, Mm -hmm. then people don't know what to expect from you. So Mm -hmm. you you can grow your audience by being consistent with Mm -hmm. things that are relevant again Mm -hmm. to your target audience. And also when you're giving, when you are giving uh, in different ways, it comes back and people start Mm -hmm. to pay a lot more attention. Right. You know, and and whether that's sharing other people's content, commenting on their their things, you know, all of those various things. I mean, that's that is where that giving comes in. Yeah. So I've got to tell you a story, Deb, because this happened, and I thought it was, was when I really started to think about it. I thought it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a gentleman reached out to me through LinkedIn mm-hmm. because he had a podcast that it was called the Happiness Podcast, and he wanted me to speak on his podcast. Oh. So I did not know him. Mm-hmm. He reached out to me through LinkedIn. And because of what the subject matter was, mm-hmm. uh, it was relevant to me because of the, mm-hmm. my book was out and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I agreed to be on his podcast. Mm-hmm. So after while we were talking on the podcast, we were talking about giving. Mm-hmm. And so as we were talking, he's and I talked about giving without any expectation mm-hmm. and just being able to give what you're willing to give. And he said, it's kind of like uh, he said, um, give giving. And I said, yeah, that's exactly. And so I said, can I borrow that phrase? And he mm-hmm. said, well, sure, be my guest. So mm-hmm. he gave to me, he gave me a phrase that and he said, by all means, go mm-hmm. ahead and use it. And so I started, so I wrote this post called Give Getting, or, or, or Are You a Give Getter is mm-hmm. actually the way I titled mm-hmm. the post. So in the interim, though, I found out that he was a part of an organization that I belong to. So then we started to ah. form a little bit more of a connection mm-hmm. based on that commonality. Mm-hmm. But it all started with him reaching out mm-hmm. first and giving. Right. So I actually then, because of that particular podcast, uh, I put that on my my website, the mm-hmm. new website that mm-hmm. I just have. So he gave to me and now I gave back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then he and I connected on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Now, when I wrote the post, are you a go- uh, give getter? Mm-hmm. 
because of his network, there was somebody else that had podcasts that that commented on my post. Mm -hmm. And he said, I just had this gentleman, Bob Berg. Uh, ah, on my yes. program. We love you know, Bob. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, he's awesome. Uh, so he commented and said, what you wrote is just in line exactly mm -hmm. with what um, he's talking about. His name is Matt Zimmerman. That's uh, mm -hmm. the gentleman that commented. Mm -hmm. So within a couple of hours, not only did Matt Zimmerman make that comment, mm -hmm. there was another friend of mine, uh, Kate uh, uh, Russell, who also made a similar comment mm -hmm. and she linked Bob's book. Uh, in her mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, after, so I saw Bob's name like several times within mm -hmm. three days. So I'm actually going to show his book. Oh, we love Bob. Bob's <laughs> been on the program several times. Oh, he uh, is one of the most delightful, authentic, nice people ever. He is super, super kind. You are, you are exactly right. And I'm just getting to know him. Mm -hmm. But see, he's a giver though, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So uh, because my friend had mentioned his, several people had mentioned his mm -hmm. name. And he was tagged in my post. Mm -hmm. He actually commented on my post, not knowing me. He right. gave, and, and it was him. It's he it, doesn't outsource that. Yes, it was him. Mm -hmm. So then, Deb, I reached out to Bob mm -hmm. on LinkedIn, and I said, uh, "Bob, I said you don't know me, but I just had this post, and several mm -hmm. people mentioned your name, mm -hmm. and and you know, to my shame, I did not know about his book mm -hmm. and his work." And so he commented back. Mm -hmm. he, he wrote me a, a private message mm -hmm. back. So mm -hmm. now we're starting to develop a relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I said, Bob, I said, um, I would love to meet with you on Zoom because the goal mm -hmm. of social media is, mm -hmm. all, you know, you might start your connection there, right. but you always want to make it But it's it to deepen personal. it. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So I said, again, not knowing exactly who he was, mm -hmm. I said, I would love to maybe just have a conversation mm -hmm. with you over Zoom. And he was mm -hmm. so kind and uh, politely let me know. He says, well, I, I would love to, but... Uh, if I if I did that, I would I would be doing these type of meetings, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> so then I said, oh, okay. And then I noticed because I went back to his LinkedIn profile and I noticed that he was a part also of uh, an organization that I'm a part of, National mm -hmm. Speakers Association. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, often people will, you know, of their generosity, mm -hmm. come and speak to our different chapters. So mm -hmm. I said, would you be open to speaking mm -hmm. at our chapter? And and he wasn't able to because you know of, of time constraints mm -hmm. and that. But you know what he did though. He took enough time and paid attention to who I was and understood that I was in the military that he said, you would probably really have a, a great conversation and a great connection with a friend of mine. Huh. Her name is April. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now Bob's giving. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all of this started with a post that I wrote initially. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I reached out to April and I said, April, Bob said that, you know, um, he thought because of your air force background, mm -hmm. she had actually been in air force television oh, okay. uh, that, mm -hmm. That we'd be a great connection. Mm -hmm. uh, would you, you know, would you like to connect on LinkedIn? Mm -hmm. Which she did. Mm -hmm. Would you like to have a conversation? Mm -hmm. So we initially set up a fifteen-minute Zoom mm -hmm. conversation. We talked for an hour, of course, fabulous. <laughs> uh, and so then I circled back to Bob and I said, Bob, thank you so much because you know when people give, it's nice mm -hmm. to hear, Bob, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So I said, Bob, thank you so much for that uh, um, connection to. She's delightful. Mm -hmm. We hit it off. And I just had the best conversation. Well, that made his day. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, when you give, it, it, it makes the other person really feel great. Right. So, uh, so that was, that was now awesome. And he and I are again, we're starting to mm -hmm. build a deeper connection because okay. I said, thank you. Mm -hmm. Here's what you did for me. Mm -hmm. Right. So then, you know, I was starting to get the clue that Bob is a pretty famous person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I had on his LinkedIn profile, he had his book, The Go, uh, the Go Giver, the Go -Giver. And mm -hmm. other books, because he's mm -hmm. written quite a few books. Mm -hmm. And so I was sharing about how he and I met and we're starting to build this relationship in a um, in a seminar that I was doing. Oh, and so mm -hmm. I copied his LinkedIn background and mm -hmm. I and so mm -hmm. I showed his picture and I and then you know what I talked about his books to my audience mm -hmm. because he had given right. mm -hmm. and so I was like okay let me give back mm -hmm. and then I thought well you know what I probably maybe I should circle back with Bob and just make sure that it's okay because I copied mm -hmm. his link you know the part mm -hmm. of his profile mm -hmm. which is public data right. so I didn't mm -hmm. think he'd have a problem and I was advertising his books mm -hmm. but I thought I'll just circle back right mm -hmm. so then I said Bob I just want to let you know that I that I use this in a mm -hmm. presentation and I'm thinking about using it some more is mm -hmm. it okay if mm -hmm. I do that and he said, oh, he goes, you know, he was so gracious. He said, he'd be, he'd be very humbled by it. He was, mm -hmm. You know, he was mm -hmm. just so right. sweet. And, kind, and then he thanked me. And then he mm -hmm. even said, but I really appreciate you circling back and asking my permission, mm -hmm. you know? So I just thought, okay, that is, 
that is just so genuine. And, and for somebody so busy and somebody, you know, right. his level of fame mm-hmm. to um, just connect with me in such a real and personal mm-hmm. way. And so I've actually been using that now with the military folks when oh. I give my presentations mm-hmm. and I, I talk about just what we were talking about here, connecting in a fun way and how you can develop that relationship. So now, you know, I, if I reach back out to Bob, I don't think I'd be a foreign person. He'd mm-hmm. know who I was right. mm-hmm. and I'm able, and, and I want to give back mm-hmm. to him because he has been so generous with right. his time, but that's, you know, that's taking time. It's building mm-hmm. that uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. And when he gave to me initially, he wasn't giving going, Oh, she's going to advertise. Right. There, there was not any expectation of any type of follow-up, anything they were going to get back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now I've signed up on his, you know, I'm on his, uh, his newsletter, oh, yes. his, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, because I want to stay connected to mm-hmm. people who are willing to give. Right. So. Right. You know, and, and I think that. that's the important thing is, you know, as you were saying, you give without any expectation. Um, because when we do that, you know, most of the time we get something back. Sometimes we don't, I mean, you know, and then it's like, okay, well, whatever. Um, you know, maybe it was because they didn't know how to give back or, you know, all sorts of things, but yeah, we should never do it with the expectation that, that something comes back. And, and we also need to remember it might not be right away. You know, a year from now, Bob might contact you and say, oh, my gosh, Kimberly, you need to talk to so and so um, because, you know, he's ex ex Air Force and, and, you know, or they're setting up a new training program um, with the Army. I know you've been doing it with Air Force. Would you do this with the Army? I mean, you know, so so sometimes it takes a while to foster those things. But, you know, that is also where you have to continue posting. You know, if if you keep, you know, if, if, you know, if I were to keep seeing your posts on LinkedIn, it kind of keeps you top of mind with me so that then when something comes up, I'm like, that's who I need to, to I need to introduce to Kimberly or, or whatever. And, you know, and so that is where it's important to continue being active. It is. And I always tell people, you need to be the CEO of you. Whether you own a corporation or not is your job Mm -hmm. to stay top of mind. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, Deb, Mm -hmm. as you're putting out information that's relevant Mm -hmm. to your audience, um, you will stay Mm -hmm. top of mind. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, give what you can, Mm -hmm. right? And and like you were talking about, give and you give and you give. And and you'd be amazed at what comes up, Mm -hmm. uh, how people are able to give. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you, too. Uh, You don't connect with somebody always thinking, well, what's the return Mm -hmm. on investment if I connect with this person? Mm -hmm. Right. Because then that's very calculative. Yeah. And, and a little sleazy. Yes. So you just never know as you're giving uh, what you give, get back may not come from the initial person that you gave to. But if you're giving on a regular basis, what you're able to give, mm-hmm. it will come back from somewhere in your network. Right. So the same is true on social media. Mm-hmm. Right. And in fact, maybe even more so on social media because we're not seeing people. And, and so you know, the, there's there's different reminders that are happening. Right, exactly. So when you see their posts, mm-hmm. you're it, 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 they're top of mind, and that's a very easy time to to make a comment or reach back mm-hmm. out to someone. Um, it's very easy then to reach out to somebody on LinkedIn and say, "Hey, I was thinking of you. Mm-hmm. I know that you've been posting about these types of things. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would be interested in this, mm-hmm. or maybe you would like to be connected to such and such, mm-hmm. so somebody else in your network, and you right. can make that connection mm-hmm. because they're staying top of mm-hmm. mind, and you think of other people mm-hmm. that they might benefit from, right." You know, and the the whole pandemic has just thrown, you know, we're, we're now a, over a year into this. And, you know, I always get a kick out of the people that are saying, when is it going to go back to normal? It's not. Um, you know, we're not going to, to function like we did before, even several years from now. You know, if you can, if you think, okay, well, you know, the virus will be taken care of, all those various things. Just because we're learning different ways to to, to operate. You know, we just, we, we right. adapted. Um, you know, but when we went to in-person networking things, part of that was to stay top of mind. You know, you went every month, you went every week, you know, whatever it was, you know, that, that you could go and do so that the, the other people who were at those events remembered you. Um, you know, it's been over a year since I have, in t- have attended an in-person networking event. And I could guarantee that if I were to, to go to one now, there would be people that I would think, they look familiar, but, <laughs> right. and, and I wouldn't be able to, to completely place them, you know? And, and so that's, again, that's why on, on LinkedIn, you need to just keep gently reminding people, hello, 
I'm here. Um, what was it uh, on on uh, uh, the the I, the the Horton hears a who? We are here. <laughs> we are here. We are here. You know, and 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 you just do it kind of in that sweet way. You know, as opposed to hey, pay attention to me now. Right. Well, and people aren't going to be uh, annoyed if you are giving them right. relevant. Mm-hmm. content. If it's mm-hmm. something that is going to be of interest to them, and sometimes I'll even title my posts for my job seekers or for my uh, right. People, so then, uh, then that person knows, oh, oh, I need to read this. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So you kind of signal and then again, it's going to be information that would be mm-hmm. valuable to them. So I never get tired of the people who come across my feed. Uh, you know, I don't have to read something. Something's not going to resonate with me. I don't mm-hmm. have to read it. Right. But certainly if it does, then why would I, why would that bother mm-hmm. me? And and if I took the time to read it, something in there interested me. So then I should also take the time to, you know, reply, you know, click the buttons and, and, you know, the buttons are great, but take the time to reply, um, you know, and, and reply with more than uh, one word or, you know, or great article. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. You know, if you thought it was a great article, say why? Um, because that, again, that's where that conversation comes up. Now, I mean, you know, if you're on your phone, that's, you know, sometimes that's where we do just click the like button and, and things like that. But, um, but yeah, it's, and the cool thing is then, then it's going to be in your own activities list. <clears throat> so that might be the way to, to, you know, like, okay, Kimberly posted this great article that I need to remember to go back and read. So I'm going to click like, so then it makes it easier for me to find it, um, you know, and, and so some things like that. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's all about being human, even though it's, it's on this computer platform. Right. And I even pay attention to, you know, if, if I got a like, uh, does this person just like things regularly mm-hmm. or do they right. ever do they ever clap or do they? <laughs> right. Yeah. Do the hum. I, you know, I never noticed the hum, obviously. Right. But the love, I always notice the love and I always notice the support. And I tend to be more on the generous side right. because, you know, if somebody took the time to post something mm-hmm. and especially if something's well-written, uh, then I want to acknowledge mm-hmm. that. Right. And I want to, and like you said, to be thoughtful with your mm-hmm. responses, because again, you're giving back mm-hmm. then to your network. Right. And it's always great uh, as you're reading different things, it, it sparks ideas mm-hmm. that you might have. And mm-hmm. so asking questions of people mm-hmm. also in your post to help them with that engagement right. mm-hmm. also really, really valuable. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. We're talking about the, the like button or, you know, all, all of the various emojis. When I click it on LinkedIn, I mean it. When I click it on Facebook, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Cute picture, cute picture, cute picture, cute picture. You know, I didn't read what it said. But when I've taken the time to do it on LinkedIn, it's because I paid more attention. Now, you know, that could be, you know, I, I might be the only person who does it that way. But um, but yeah, it's, it does seem to be, you know, because we definitely have fewer of those on LinkedIn. Now, part of that is simply because it's far less people, you know, no matter who you're connected to. I mean, it's just more than likely it's it's much fewer people on LinkedIn than on the other social media sites. But, you know, I think people are more considerate is maybe the better way to put it as opposed to stingy um, with, you know, who, with, with their comments and, and with their, their clicking of the buttons on LinkedIn, it really caught their attention for them to, to do something. Right. And it's different because like on, on Facebook, so I might comment on somebody's mm-hmm. Facebook post, but it's only going to be seen by their friends that right. go to that. Right. Mm-hmm. If I comment on something on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. my comment then is going to be seen by their group and it's right. going to go out to my mm-hmm. entire network. They're going to see what I commented mm-hmm. on as well. So it, it operates a little bit mm-hmm. differently. And again, on, on LinkedIn, you're really more expecting to see some professional type mm-hmm. posts. So right. now you're talking about, this is my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. This is my profession. And so I think to be thoughtful, I think we should always be thoughtful right. um, you know, to a degree on, because mm-hmm. you and I were talking about how early. Yeah. People- oh, you know, the ick factor on Facebook is getting pretty high. Mm. Well, and what people don't realize though, is uh, that's still attaching to their brand. Right. And yeah. so mm-hmm. people who are in the professional world are still going to check that out mm-hmm. too, especially right. if they're looking to hire mm-hmm. them or who is this person. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but it's interesting because when I do see things that are kind of icky on LinkedIn, we're pretty good about policing people mm-hmm, right. and saying, you know, that's really not appropriate for this mm-hmm. platform. And, um, or I'm quicker to uh, un- unconnect mm-hmm. <laughs> from somebody on LinkedIn right. if 
Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, if politics is someone's business, that's then different. you expect to see political posts. Yeah. Um, you know, and and but but yeah, it's you know, and 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 you still can have fun posts too. I think that's the other thing that people are like, well, you know, LinkedIn is so boring, it's only business. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you can have fun posts as long as they're still appropriate fun right. posts. Um, you know, and, and I think that's the thing to remember is you know, you, this is not the, you know, LinkedIn is not the place for the cute cat video, but it might be the place to talk about, um, you know, the, the, the uh, a story about, uh, say, a, a cat rescue organization. I mean, you know, trying to draw analogies between cats and cats is, you know, kind of <laughs> like herding cats. Um, I got myself down the, down that path that kind of went to nowhere, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you can, you can still have fun on LinkedIn. I mean, I think that's one of the things that people, uh, don't know. And, or, you know, I mean, it's just like, I, I tell people online networking is, you know, as we were saying at the very start, very similar to in-person networking. You you still have fun when you are at an in-person networking event, you joke with people, right. you know, you say, oh my gosh, did you see this now? You know, it, it, it does need to be toned back a bit on LinkedIn, but you know, it, you still have to be authentic to your personality. I mean, you know, that's, that's the other thing. Right. Well, you should be because really and truly, uh, people do business with people, they hire people, they promote people that they know, like, and trust, right? right? So LinkedIn is an mm-hmm. opportunity for you not only to become known, but you for to also become like, because you're going to show more of, uh, you want to be able to show who you are, right? being authentic. Mm-hmm. And if your personality is, is, you have some jokes, then go for it. Just tasteful because it's right. yeah. no bad words. No, right. <laughs> yeah. still, you know, you still want to be yourself and, and um, enjoy the people that you're engaging with. And as you're commenting, you know, people, again, they get to know you, they get to like you, they get to trust you. And out of that comes on from the professional side, the, the business aspect that's right. going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great platform uh, to actually, yeah, you you do want to be yourself. You're not trying to be this, you know, pasty robot, right? In your suit and you know, no. I mean, that's not usually who we are. I mean, there are some people that are like that, but um, but yeah, you know, it's 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 okay. And and I mean, you can even poke fun in in little places, like in my headline, which is supposed to be you know the very serious. It says college sports fanatic. Yeah. I love that. You know, and, and, you know, it's, and if I'd had more room, I would have said go buffs, but I I ran out of character space. Um, But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a little way to, to get your personality in there so that we know, Hey, this is somebody I want to work with, or, you know, maybe somebody I don't want to work with, Um, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, it's, it's perfectly fine to have those little, little bits of your personality in there. Oh, of course. And I always tell people like in your headline, because, uh, you know, that's, if I see you, I mean, maybe I'll open up your profile, but you want me to open up your profile, right? That's mm-hmm. why you're there, right? right? So give me your search engine optimization mm-hmm. words. So that's mm-hmm. what you do, right? right? But mm-hmm. then give me a little bit of sizzle mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. It's right. a, I can see, you know, what do you value? I mean, you can talk about your values. You mm-hmm. can uh, talk about uh, things that are important to you. You can talk about things, maybe aspects of your business that you really love. So give me a little, give me the search engine optimization mm-hmm. word so I can find you for the business purpose. But I also want to see a little bit of your personality. Right. So at the sizzle, that's right. totally, I encourage it. Right. And that's also why we tell people, you know, it's important to fill out the education part um, because, you know, it, it's alumni are one of those funny things. You know, we might have gone to school 20 years apart, but I'll still help somebody that went to the University oh of Colorado. Um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I mean, you know, clearly Air Force Academy is a totally different type of bond, um, you know, and, and, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's why it's so important. And it's, it's funny because I've talked to several people recently who have their high schools in there and you know and and that of me thought oh yeah you know that's and and one of them said you would not believe the business context I have made um you know and I'm like okay you know you sold me um you know now I went to a tiny little high school where I had a whopping 32 in my graduating class. I'm still in touch with quite a few of them on Facebook. So probably I don't need to put it on my LinkedIn profile. But if you went to a larger school or maybe a specialty school, um, you know, uh, there's there's obviously lots of, you know, whether it's a private school or um, say a school for the arts or something like that, I would definitely put that in there. Because again, that helps people find you, helps them find that common interest and then connect mm-hmm. with you. Absolutely. Uh, and in fact, I, in my courses, I usually show people um, how you can go to 
you know, go in the search bar and put your school in there. And then when your school comes up, uh, you click on alumni so that you can find out who in the area, because you can drill down then in terms of what did they study? What mm-hmm. what part of the country do they live in? Where do they work? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can drill down and connect with people that went mm-hmm. to your school. Because like you said, I mean, again, that's a commonality. Mm-hmm. So people, uh, when you can find something that you have in common with someone else, that's a natural launching point right. then to develop that relationship, which networking really is about building relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's, I always thought that's uh, the alumni feature is awesome. (laughs) You know, and, and it's important that we look at everybody's entire profile. Now I'm not saying read it word for word, but to, to kind of go through and see, you know, where, where, you know, where they worked, where they went. Now I'll admit, sometimes I'm going through figuring out how old somebody is (laughs) and and not in a bad way, but it's like, oh my gosh, somebody my age, finally, Um, you know, and, and because I, especially for this program, I mean, I interview a lot of millennials and, you know, so there are times where it's nice to talk to somebody who is my age, Um, you know, and, and, and having said that though, when I revamped my profile, because, you know, here we're doing a whole month of, of programming just on LinkedIn, I it was not going to be the cobbler's kid. I went through my profile, I redid everything, and I took out the years I was at the universities. I mean, okay. add them back in. I don't know. I mean, you know, and and um, and it's nice that LinkedIn finally allows that because that was something that they didn't allow. You know, you used to have to put the the years that you attended, you know, for for good and bad reasons. But I just, you know, I took it out. I thought, eh, um, you know, and and um, but but yeah, I mean, that's and and that's the cool thing is LinkedIn as as we've gone through all of these things, it has adapted to things like yes, that. It is. Um, it's it has unfortunately realized that there are things like ageism. Um, you know, and and so, you know, but but I'm also a firm believer that, you know, especially if say you're hiring someone who might be a little more mature, they're also a lot more experienced. Yes. They're a lot more knowledgeable. And yeah, they might cost you a little bit more but it'll be better in the long run. Um, you know, because I'm, I see people's pictures all the time where I know that headshot is 20 years old um, um, or more, you know, I've, okay. I've actually still seen some glamor shots, right? Remember those glamor shots where yeah, you know, I get the boas <laughs> and, and the hat, you know, yeah, I always had to wear a hat. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, it's the, the picture does need to be a current picture. And if yeah, that does. means that we've got a little gray hair, so be it. You know, own it, right? I mean, I don't think there's a problem with gray hair, but like you said, we, you bring uh, more experience mm-hmm. and wisdom with, right. hope, hopefully, mm-hmm. with that gray hair. Mm-hmm. But there are things that ageism is a thing, but there are things that you can do in your profile that says, "I'm still with it." Right. right? So, yeah, and uh, and a lot of that is is in your posts. It's you in show your posts, that you're still current. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the thing because uh, if you can show that you're relevant mm-hmm. still, right, right, then the age. For some, it may play a factor, but our, but I think our workforce is starting to get a little bit more mature also. So it's not a, and it's funny because you'll hear millennials talk about, well, uh, I can't find a job because they want people older. So depending on who you're right. talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, but, but yeah. But, but you can even use your banner, right? I, I saw the difference in one gentleman's po- uh, profile where he just had the stock uh, LinkedIn assigned background. Oh, yes. The blue, gray, blue. Right. And as soon as he put a nice banner, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that just all of a sudden he right. was a lot more current. He's, he's with it. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, exactly. He, so under, I think, well, he understands the platform is maybe the, the better way to put it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So he's starting to use some of that more modern technology. So then all of a sudden, I saw him differently. So mm-hmm. there are things that we can right. do in our profile, mm-hmm. like you said, how we're the things that we're posting mm-hmm. about the way that we're writing our LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. our about section. What are you saying about yourself? Right. Mm-hmm. That, are you saying things that says you're old and out of touch or right. are you saying things mm-hmm. that says I'm still staying current? So right. Right. things we can do. Yeah. And it was interesting as, as we were talking about this, I was thinking, you know, you, well, I mentioned when I read your bio that, that you work with um, people from, from the air force. That's always a tricky thing when they're transitioning from a military career into the, the private sector. And and I've worked with with uh, former military folks also, and and it's so funny because you know a lot of times they'll say, well, I can't put what I did in my profile, or I'd have to kill you, yeah. um, you know. And and but that's where it's so important for them to really think about the other things. And the same thing goes with people who maybe have been a stay at home parent, um, or, you know, or volunteering. I mean, all those things. I mean, you you get skills yes. that transition. You get people skills, you get skills with budgeting, you get, you know, all, and so that's what you're putting in there. But then your posts are also the way where you show, okay, you know, 
I'm, I know what's going on in marketing. I know what's going on in technology. And so, yes, I may have been career military, but I also know what's going on out in the, the non-military world. Right. Well, there's a lot of things that there's a misnomer, I think, in the general population about the military in terms mm-hmm. of what, you know, what they do, what I used to do, because there are so it's many still pretty much a business. I mean, whether people want to think about it that way, it is yeah. a business. I mean, you know, yeah. you have so, budgets, you have employees <laughs> and, and, you know, you you clearly have military, but you also have um, uh, non-military employees. I mean, you know, all sorts of things that are there. It's, it do. is still a business. <laughs> Well, so the Air Force is like, I look at it as a corporation, right? The mm-hmm. Army is a different corporation, mm-hmm. right? The Enterprise is the Department of Defense. Mm-hmm. So but even within that, mm-hmm. there are uh, doctors, lawyers, logisticians, mm-hmm. finance people. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, because sometimes people will say to the military folks, well, you know, in a civilian environment, where you, when you work with civilians, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. hello, military yeah. people actually work with civilians. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, but what I tell the military folks, though, is, you know, use LinkedIn and, and everybody really should be also using it as a research tool, mm-hmm, right? Because if you're trying to do something different, mm-hmm. uh, how are people that are doing what you want to do? How mm-hmm. are they talking about themselves? Mm-hmm. Because that will give you an indication mm-hmm. of maybe some of the terminology you might want to use, right. because maybe in your career field, what you're doing, mm-hmm. maybe you're, you call it one thing, mm-hmm. but in a different corporation, mm-hmm. they call it something different. Right. So then you want to go, yeah, oh, if you're in the military, that. you had an acronym for it. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So, exactly. So just figure out, okay, that is actually this over here. They're calling it something different. I've actually done that. So let me use the terminology right. that, mm-hmm. that that industry is, mm-hmm. is interested in or that they use. Mm-hmm. So right. you can draw the parallels. And so then people don't see you as us and them. They see mm-hmm. you as like, oh, you're one of us. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, you know, and it's so important for somebody who is transitioning from something like that into the, the business world to you know do things like volunteering also i mean that's that's where they can get other experience to be able to to add into that um you know or maybe they're you know that's that's one of the things i always tell college kids is you absolutely you know not only is it a, a fabulous way to make connections i mean yes. you know, they always <laughs> keep that in mind but but it's also a great way to get that experience to say you it know is. hey i'm thinking about going into public relations can i help you plan this event Exactly. Um, you know, and, and things like that. But yeah, some of the best connections that I have from a business standpoint, I've gotten through volunteering. Um, volunteering is so, uh, I think people don't think about it in terms of just, yes, you're volunteering for this particular organization because you that their, their mission resonates mm-hmm. with you, but you are putting yourself in direct right. contact with mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're trying to learn those new skills, mm-hmm. right, you're able to then still have accomplishments. Mm-hmm. You are learning along the way. And then you can talk about what you've done in that capacity mm-hmm. in terms of accomplishments. Right. So it's, uh, it's in particular, like if you're trying to do something just a little bit different and you mentioned, it's so funny that you mentioned the stay at home mom mm-hmm. or dad these mm-hmm. days. Um, there are lots of different things that you're doing in that capacity. Right. So, Oh yeah. It, so many things like PTA and, you know, all of those various things, or, you know, it, this is one place where it is okay to actually talk about religion. You know, maybe you, you managed, um, you know, you were on their building committee, but, uh, you know, and, and, and so you helped raise funds. I mean, you know, there's, there's all sorts of ways where, you know, things like that can tie in. Well, exactly. And I was just having that conversation with some folks actually on Facebook today. Uh, and it was about, because uh, I used to be a stay-at-home mom and, mm-hmm. and, and thankfully, well, I think with the pandemic, people are starting to realize there are a lot of uh, accomplished people that right. are home mm-hmm. for a reason mm-hmm. for a particular mm-hmm. time. But I gave myself a title. When people would ask me what I did, I told them I was a futures developer. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, that because like the, domestic goddess, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because the amount of importance you put on it is the amount of importance that other people will right. put on it as well. Yeah. So I know in, somebody who says I'm just a mom, I'm like, yeah. no, <laughs> There's no just about it, right? That's the, the, one of the most important things you can be doing. Exactly. And so how you talk about that, even on LinkedIn, in terms of um, there was a period of time when, you know, I talked about a lot of the volunteer work that I was doing and I was doing media facilitation right. and some of the different things. So I'm still bringing out the skills that would be relevant for what I want to do going mm-hmm. forward. So still paying attention to who's your target audience, because you right. need to still speak in mm-hmm. those terms. Mm-hmm. But right. yeah, there's lots of accomplishments and and you can certainly be reading industry articles and and all sorts of things like that. So yeah, you know maybe you're you're home raising the kidlets, but you're still reading Fortune and Forbes and Entrepreneur and and all of those things. Um, you exactly. know, and, and being able to to do that. 
Yeah. If you know you want to get back out there at some point, and that was the one thing that I would say in hindsight mm-hmm. um, that I would have been more intentional about. And that was because I did eventually, I said, well, I need to get back out there. So mm-hmm. I did tool up on the things that maybe mm-hmm. I had let go. But right. that's one thing I would say, folks who are staying at home for this period of time because mm-hmm. of the pandemic or whatever, don't let things pass you by. Right. Stay current. Mm-hmm. And because those are still things you could be uh, writing about mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. So you're still giving your thought leadership out there. Right. Well, and staying current with it is a heck of a lot easier than trying to play catch up, you know, and, and so, you know, while you're home, have that LinkedIn profile, you know, and, and, you know, maybe you're not as active on it, but you're there and you've got connections and you're kind of working it. And then when you're ready to get back into, to the, the marketplace, you've got that there, you know, and, and it is much easier than trying to start from scratch during right. all of this. And see, you can still be given to your network. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. still be giving, 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 mm-hmm. right? Articles or, mm-hmm. or, or engaging in other people's right. posts. And so you're still building mm-hmm. that social capital. You're still getting to meet more people. Mm-hmm. You're still getting to know more people, mm-hmm. deepening the relationships. And you just never know where that might lead right. because you meet somebody in one area and you never know who they know, mm-hmm. how you might be able to be of help to them, how they may be able to mm-hmm. be of help to you down the road. So right. yeah, it's it's yeah. great to stay active. You know, I I've heard more than one person say this, that at the start of the pandemic, they were an employee. And then all of a sudden they were not an employee (laughs) or they were worried that, you know, and, and still could be that, you know, things could change. And so again, why not have been be, you know, you should have been active on LinkedIn. You know, even if you were just an employee for somebody, you know, you never know when things might change. And, and, you know, I've, I've had this conversation more than once with people you might think you've got the greatest job in the world, but there might be an even better job that's going to find you. Um, you know, I, I had a friend one time that he did. He loved his job. He thought it was great. He loved the people, all sorts of things. But he got contacted by a headhunter who made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Um, yes. You know, and and it was simply because, and they found him through LinkedIn. He had stayed active on LinkedIn. He, you know, he he uh, maintained his connections, postings, all of those various things. And you know, he took that opportunity. So you never know what's going to be out there. Right. Well, as a recruiter, which I used to do a while ago, Mm -hmm. uh, we knew that uh, most even executives will Mm -hmm. say I'm uh, in between job searches. Right. Mm -hmm. Meaning if the right opportunity Mm -hmm. comes along, then I might be willing to uh, look at that opportunity. Uh, On the other side of that is you never know, you might be in a position and you love your job and then your supervisor changes. And then all of a sudden it's not. It's not quite so Mm hunky-dory. Right. So uh, just always keeping your options open, being the CEO of you, which means uh, advertising, which is part of that posting process, right? right? Keeping yourself top of mind in a meaningful way, in a way that you're still giving to others. So while it does help you, uh, you're helping others Mm -hmm. uh, as you go. Right, right. You know, and... I, I want to talk about your book, um, you know, and, and, you know, obviously about the the services and things that you offer, but, you know, I'm, I love that, you know, this is, you know, clearly you wrote this um, with this exact intent in mind, the very first sentence on your website. And it says, what if the next person that comes across your path today is the exact person you need to know tomorrow? And I mean, that says it all right there. That's why we have to be so thoughtful and so conscious about how we network and the fact that it really, in many ways, is a 24-7 type of thing. Um, you know, you never know when that person at the grocery store or sitting next to you six feet away at your child's softball game, you never know when that might be the person that that you really need to know tomorrow. Um, you know, and, yeah. and so I love your book. Again, it's called Thank I you. Need to Know You, How to Meet Ordinary extraordinary people and improve your life. And it was, you know, tell us, tell us the premise about it because I I just love this whole concept. So I took up the challenge really because when I work with the military folks, part of that is they need to now take themselves out of the military environment Mm -hmm. and into the civilian Mm -hmm. world and they need to form their new tribe. But what I also found as I was going through this is there are a lot of individuals that are moving for work reasons mm-hmm. or, or different reasons, mm-hmm. and everybody is looking to get connected. Right. Since I was actually teaching uh, uh, practical steps to networking, mm-hmm. I really took up the challenge as a tool of credibility, really. Mm-hmm. 
It was to be able to say to the folks that I was teaching, if I can meet 100 people in 100 days, well, then surely you can go out and meet 15 or 20. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't saying to people, you've got to go meet 100 people. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, if you have the intention of making some meaningful, mutually beneficial relationships, meeting people, Mm -hmm. investing in those relationships, Mm -hmm. over time, you build a robust network of people that you've been either able to help or they've been able to help you. Mm -hmm. And the relationship itself is valuable. Mm -hmm. So I always look at networking as relationship building. That's how I define Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And if people approach it from that standpoint, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not a, what can you get? What can I get? It's what Mm -hmm. can I give? Right. Mm-hmm. And like you said, uh, I, the people that have really that even folks that I met mm-hmm. in my challenge, they are still investing in my life. They are making an impact mm-hmm. to this day. And hopefully my hope is that I'm able mm-hmm. and have been helping them as well. Right. So um, you just never know who that person is going to be. So don't prejudge. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm just going to put a challenge out there to, to folks, you know, for two weeks, we're just going to say two weeks, make a new LinkedIn connection every day. So it's oh, 14 be- people. Really? You know, that that shouldn't be difficult. And so, you know, we could say 100, you know, for 100 <laughs> days. You need, and, and But really, it's not that difficult. And I think that's the thing that people um, are so, they get, you know, they get daunted by it. They think, I can't do that. Um, but if you're somewhat active on LinkedIn, I mean, one of the first things that you would do is you would look for people, alumni. I mean, that's that's a great place. People who work for, you know, in your industry, that's another great place. Um, You know, you would go to say my profile and people who commented on some things that I've written. Oh, hey, that seems interesting. More importantly, you know, uh, like one of the things that that I've been doing for this uh, month is for my guests, I'm putting their LinkedIn um, uh, URL in the, the show notes. So, oh, you know, awesome. there's, there's people right there. And so I think it's, you know, we, we all think, oh my gosh, meet a new person in a pandemic, you know, I'm not going out. No, it's, easier it's not that now. hard. Um, yes. you know, and especially for people who in-person networking maybe is scary, is daunting, is terrifying, right? You know, or just, yeah, today's not my day to go do that, right? Even the biggest extroverts like, hello, me, um, there are times where I think, I don't want to be here today. Um, but yeah, to be doing it online, that's easy, you know, and, and so I'm going to challenge folks. So let us know, you know, if, if you were able to accomplish this and, you know, reach out to people. And one of the things that I've definitely made an effort to do is to not only connect with new people every day, but then to look through and go, okay, this is somebody that I need to, to get to know better. Exactly. So if they've responded you know, and, and, you know, and, and so we kind of got that thing going right away. I go ahead and say, you know, I'd love to chat on zoom. You know, we're not meeting in person. Let's go ahead. And, and I've only had one person say, eh. um, right. you know, and, 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 you know, that person that said, eh, nothing wrong with them. Maybe their schedule's just really full. I mean, you know, they could be somebody like Bob Berg who just can't do that all the time. Um, but yeah, you know, reach out to those folks. So, so yeah, I'm going to challenge our, our uh, people who are listening to this you know, 14 new contacts in 14 days, or, you know, you really want to, you get, you want to get a little picky with this 10, if you're only doing LinkedIn on weekdays, but (laughs) right, you know, know, we're we're not making this scary, but the point is we want to show how easy it is. Um, You know, but again, think about why you're on LinkedIn, who you want to connect with. So it's not just, I'm going to go find anybody, you know, be purposeful about this. And I would also say Deb, when somebody's reaching out to someone, they, especially if they don't know them, uh, Looking, looking through their profile, have a reason why, because I'll connect with people if they can tell me why they want to connect Uh, again, either I can help them or they can help me as long as I have a reason why and and it makes sense. I'll go ahead and connect. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, then build the work on the relationship. Mm -hmm. Don't just connect and move on, Mm -hmm. connect and see how you can give to them and build that relationship. Not, not to speak for you, but if somebody were to send you a LinkedIn connection and say, oh my gosh, I just heard this fabulous interview. More than likely, you're gonna say okay. <laughs> I would. Time to listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it, so it can be. You know, I saw that we went to the same school. I like that post you just did. You know, all of those various things. Because we're not meeting in person. I mean, you know, we're not saying, hey, we just attended the same conference. We just went to the to whatever. So we're having to work just a smidge harder. But that's okay because it's going to be worth it. 
And it's really important that we do stay connected to mm-hmm. people in this particular. We just have to be a little bit more intentional, like you're saying, but all of us are still craving that connection. Right. So mm-hmm. because everybody's pretty much in the same boat, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, reaching out to folks and saying, hey, is it possible for us to jump on Zoom for 15 right. minutes? Mm-hmm. And then you just never know that 15 minutes might turn a little bit longer because mm-hmm. you're having such oh, a Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, oh my gosh, we have filled the hour. I tell people, this is why I set a timer because you and I, you know, we, the husbands would starve for dinner, you know, before we'd figure out, oh my gosh, we need to, to, to go do something. And, you know, maybe they should be cooking dinner, but anyhow. um, So, you know, we, we talked about your book, which is again, I need to know you how to meet ordinary, extraordinary people and improve your life, but tell people how they find you and connect with you and, and then how you can work with folks. Sure. Thank you, Deb. So, of course, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is spelled a little bit differently, so you just have to pay attention to the spelling of my name. But LinkedIn is a great place. You can also connect with me on KimberlySpate.com. So I have the the website that lists uh, I'm a speaker. So if you need someone to be a speaker for you, either virtually or we will eventually be doing that in person. Uh, I also do some coaching and I have some pre-recorded modules that are coming up specifically on digital branding. So Great. people might be inter- mm-hmm. interested in that, mm-hmm. on uh, networking mm-hmm. uh, and finding the hidden job market. So mm-hmm. those are some pre-recorded uh, episodes people can you know, take a look at. Mm-hmm. But also if there, somebody's interested in coaching or for me to come and speak for them. Wonderful. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave folks with? I would say if you're a little bit intimidated, mm-hmm. just get out there, right? And if you think that, so I hear all the time people say, well, I'm an introvert. And I will say that introverts are actually better at networking or can be better at networking because they're better at paying attention mm-hmm. and listening versus I'm an extrovert. So I tend to have a lot mm-hmm. to say. Uh, so knowledge is power. So just know that people are wanting to connect. Mm-hmm authentic in that connection and look to give and you will just be amazed at how your life can be just so much different from giving. Perfect. I love it. Well, I've been having an absolutely wonderful second conversation <laughs> with Kimberly Spate. Can't wait to do again. We'll have to, you know, third third time we'll, awesome. we'll get set up. Um, but I am Deb Creer. I've been talking with Kimberly Spate. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.